0: Good morning, 5 a.m. club. Today is Monday, May 8, 2023, and this is Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. Saturday night, the weather in Boston was absolutely perfect. It was the type of weather that enables me to forget that I own a car and just walk everywhere. So I asked my husband to make dinner reservations for us in the North End. It's a three-mile walk each way, but the walk gives me time to both burn off the calories that I'm about to consume, as well as allowing me to clear my mind and just think. Now, if you've never been to Boston's North End, let me try and paint a picture for, for you of what it's like in your mind's eye. It's the smallest of Boston's many neighborhoods at less than one square mile. It was the first immigrant neighborhood dating back to the 17th century. Many of the buildings there are still actually original. The architecture, if you stop to look at it, is truly amazing. Over the years, the waves of immigrants that have landed there included Irish, Eastern European, Jew- Jewish, and more recently, Italian immigrants. By 1930, almost all inhabitants of Boston's North End were Italian, and it had gained its nickname of Little Italy. There are over 200 restaurants crammed into this tiny section of town. Most are Italian. Some are so small that they seat only eight guests at a time. And each building typically has a restaurant or some sort of little shop in the first floor and apartments or condos above. Now, throughout the years, the mafia has controlled a lot of the north end and ran the streets there. As we walked down Endicott Street to find our dinner spot at the end of Hanover Street, we passed by the building that once housed the Cheese Shop, which was closed in 2009 when its owner, Carmen D'Annunzio, also known as Cheese Man, was sentenced to prison for a whole host of crimes related to his involvement in the Mafia. He was released in 2014 or 2015, and then a few years later was rumored to have moved up the ranks of the Mafia and officially taken control. If you ever Google a photo of Carmen, you will wonder how this guy was able to get any job other than running a convenience store or something like a stereotypical accountant. No way you would ever think he would be as powerful a force as he is. Now, why do I tell you all this? Well, as I was walking through the streets between these buildings with their sordid past and hidden doorways off dark alleys that hold all sorts of secrets, I started to think about the lessons that we as entrepreneurs can learn from mobsters. The organized crime syndicates may seem worlds apart from the business world, but when you really think about it, there are valuable lessons we can glean from their operations. Think about it this way. One of the key strengths of mafia families is their unwavering loyalty to their members. We can learn the importance of building strong relationships and fostering loyalty within our own teams and communities. Just as mob bosses ensure their soldiers are committed to the cause, we must cultivate an environment where those who work alongside us feel valued, motivated, and loyal to our mission. By establishing a strong sense of camaraderie and loyalty, we as business owners can thrive and overcome challenges. Communication lies at the heart of any successful business operation, regardless of its size, and the mob is no exception. Mobsters are known for their ability to communicate effectively, ensuring their messages are conveyed precisely and without any misinterpretation. Whether spoken or unspoken, you have zero doubt about what a mobster is saying to you if you are a member of his mob family. Us entrepreneurs can adopt this skill by honing our own communication abilities and ensuring clarity in our instructions, our vision, and our expectations. Strong communication fosters trust, minimizes errors that occur, and keeps everyone working towards a shared goals and vision. The Mafia in Boston has a long history of adapting to changing circumstances and finding innovative solutions to their problems they have morphed and changed as the dynamics of both the city and law enforcement in the city has changed. For them, adapting to these changes may have been a matter of life and death, quite literally, or it may have been a matter of being in or out of jail. And while the stakes may not be quite as high for us, we must also embrace resourcefulness and adaptability to succeed in a dynamic business landscape. Just as mobsters pivot their operations to avoid detection or adapt to new opportunities, As business owners, we must be willing to reinvent our strategies, adapt to new markets, and explore emerging technologies. Flexibility and the ability to think on your feet can give you and your business a competitive edge. And while the mob may be infamous for engaging in illicit activities, they understand the importance of managing risk. We can learn from the mob's approach to risk management, albeit in a more legal and ethical context. The mob conducts meticulous research, assesses potential threats, and takes calculated risks to achieve their objectives. We should all similarly analyze risks, identify potential pitfalls, and develop strategies to mitigate those risks. This proactive risk management approach will help you have bumpers within your business, and it will enhance long-term sustainability. We all know that the mob has weathered countless storms. They've faced law enforcement crackdowns rival gangs or families, and internal disputes, yet they persist and adapt to survive. And while not at the forefront of what people think about with respect to Boston's North End anymore, I assure you they are alive and well. We should draw inspiration from this resilience and perseverance when faced with our own setbacks and challenges. Building our successful businesses requires unwavering determination, the ability to bounce back from failures, and a steadfast belief in our visions. Embracing the mob's never-say-die attitude can help us navigate the inevitable obstacles in our own path to success. We find it funny how a clear mind walking through the streets of Boston, I can find a new way to draw correlations between my current existence and those things around me. But these are some good thoughts that I hope inspire you to think outside the box today.